York, New York, big city of dreams. I'm coming, coming, I'm coming straight out. New York, New York, big city of dreams. Plus 30.8. That is the net rating when Kemba Walker and Evan Fournier are on the floor together. That two-man lineup has the best net rating, the second best in the NBA. So behind only one grouping from Utah. And what it tells me is that they're playing really high level and that it benefits Kemba to have that secondary playmaker out there. 120.2 offensive rating, a 3.19 assist-to-turnover ratio. They take care of the basketball. They seek good shots. Brad Stevens has said, I think they like playing with, with each other. And Kemba describes it as instant chemistry. They've been phenomenal. What's going on, Knicks Nation? <laughs> this is JLS from Nick of Time Show here. Give you that Knicks talk just in a nick of time. And we celebrating today. The gunshots is going up because they were sleeping on our GM, man. They was they were sleeping on our front office, man. They thought he was done. They thought the moves were alright. People were starting to complain a little bit. But you know, my my my, my GM moves stealth, man. We we move like ninjas over here, man. Ninja P, Leon Rose, we all move in silence like lasagna, alright? So before we're gonna get into this the celebration of bringing the Yukon Don. Cardiac Kemba back home to NYC, the Mecca, right after Jada Kiss came over and smashed it. The next day, Kemba Walker is signing with the New York Knicks. Let's go. Let's go. But we're going to get all into that. And before we even get into that, let me just introduce my guy first and foremost. It is my guy from the YouTube channel across the street. It is the raw metaphor, the raw Hebrew remnant. What's going on, sir? What's up, my man? Jay Ellis, Ryan G in the building. I think it was you that gave him that name, the Ninja, and it has fit. Oh, yeah, Ninja P. Yeah, Ninja P is, uh, that is that's the KOT creation that's taken over a life of its own. <laughs> and now the whole front office moves like ninjas, man. We all ninja loud, right? And of course, you already know who this is. It is the man, the myth, the legend, and the guy with the stats and the facts joining us. Ryan, 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 where's your volume? Roy, can you say anything? Testing, one, two, three. Ryan, Ryan, can you hear me? Ryan, your volume is low. Your volume is not is not percolating, Ryan. <laughs> oh, my fault. My mom. Yeah, my own my mic. Yeah, I didn't um click the um on button. My there you fault. go. Let them know who you are, sir. <laughs> Ryan G's in the building. Welcome home, Kimball Walker. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go, man. And for all you guys who want to talk about the arrival of Kimball Walker, you can hit that Discord link that's pinned at the top to come and join your boys. And once you hit that Chris Core link, our boy Fritz will be joining you and guys you through on how to talk with us on the nick of time show so man let, let, let's get into it man camber we were all talking about who's going to be the the point guard for the new york knicks i personally i didn't mind having derrick rose play and having iq and mcbride do the backup but apparently you know this front office had other other plans in mind and they signed Kimber Walker, this is a two-year contract with the Knicks. It's going to be around eight to nine million dollar range, mm -hmm. and the last year is going to be a team option. So, let's, Royal, how many? Let me tell you, how do you think Kimber will fit in with this team? What do you see his role being with the Knicks? Oh, it's going to be seamless. It really is going to be seamless. We could not have chosen a better 
point guard to, to get. It, it's going to be extremely seamless. He's already used to playing with Evan Fournier, mm-hmm. and his style of game is like that. He can fit in with anybody. He's one of them plug-and-play type guys. So, yeah, I don't expect to see any problems with, with, with Kemba. Ryan, anything to add to, to Kemba Walker joining the Knicks? I think more importantly, like, because before Kemba came to the Knicks, if you looked at the Knicks point guard situation, you have to admit it was kind of iffy because you have Rose and then you didn't know who would take up that backup point guard role at the time because you were looking at the options. You were like, damn, who's going to be that got to step up as the backup point guard? Then we started worrying about, you know, would Derrick Rose play so many minutes? Like, right. will, will Tips burn him out, you know, before the season's over? But now with Kemba coming in, you don't have to worry about that. You can split minutes between them and save them both at the same time. And like Ross said, you know, Kemba's a guy that he just fits in wherever he goes. And that's like the type of point guard we need. He provides a scoring at the point guard position. He's a guy that he'll get others involved. He'll attack the basket. So, I mean, I mean, and then on top of that, he's New York born and raised. So, I New mean, it's, raised, it's, it's, baby. it's a perfect fit right there. <laughs> yeah, it's a perfect fit. Uh, what, I, what I like about Kemba coming to New York is, um, first of all, what, when is the story? Two, I feel like we fleeced the Celtics. You know, we you know how it is with the, the East Coast and the New York and his rivalries. You don't like these East Coast guys. New York and Boston, we always have some type of little bit of the beef. Um, we was able to take Evan Fournier from under the nose during free agency. And also, you know, somebody even tweeted this out on Twitter that, you know, they had to pay um they had to give up first round picks to get Kemba. You know, Kemba was over there in the Thunder in the offseason. I'm hearing rumors about, you know, Kemba in the Thunder. They're thinking about ways to work it out. You know, they're going to sound to see what happens, kind of like a CP3 situation. And that was the tone going into free agency. And then all of a sudden, you know, this flip happens. And we also know, we noticed that the Thunder. All season long, all these past few seasons, they've been just flipping stars for picks, flipping stars for picks, flipping stars for picks. Um, they got to Kemba, and it seems like they weren't able to flip him because of his injury history combined with his salary, which he was getting paid $36 million. So the Knicks were able to swoop in, get him under market value. Um, win, 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 really, is like the risk factor is very minimal only spending nine $9 million to bring up a, a all-star, what, three-time all-star caliber point guard here who can carry offense. For us. I'm sorry, respect on his name. Yeah. Four time. <laughs> Four time, yeah. <laughs> Four time. Four time caliber point, point guard on the Knicks. Put some respect on his name. And it's just like, if it works, it's it's a home run. We we got a guy who can take pressure off of Julius and, you know, take these last-second shots in the playoffs. If it doesn't work, we still have McBride. We still have IQ. And it's only uh, two years, and the last year is a team option. So <laughs> it's really like it's it's a masterful plan. It's a masterful, it's masterful man. It really is masterful. And, and you're Ryan. And I have to ask, let me ask you a question, Ryan. Yes, sir. How do you spell Leon Rose? <laughs> L-E-O-N 
R-O-S-E or No, that's wrong. That's not how you spell Leon Rose. <laughs> <laughs> what you forgetting, man? There's a silent G in Leon. You didn't know that. Because real G's move in silence like lasagna. Oh, He's right. <laughs> 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 yo, yo, yo! Like I, I, I knew something was gonna come up. I was like, I, I didn't know you would try to get up, and I was like, <laughs> but, but yo, I just, I, I just want to throw this in right quick though, because look, you have to look at it this way too—the way they fleece the Celtics, because the Celtics traded two second-round picks, I think, and plus a player to the Magic for Fournier, just for him to come to the Knicks in the off-season where we just use cap space. And then on top of that, they had to trade a first round pick and a future second round pick to OKC for them to even take Kemba Walker's contract just for OKC to buy him out yeah. and have him come to the Knicks for cheap. Yeah. Fleece the Celtics twice. Fleeced. Fleeced, man. For real, for real. Fleeced. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, And let's say, let's talk about scenarios, though. We have Kimball Walker here. We have Open Evan Fournier here. Um, first and foremost, where do you see him being most effective? Like this guy, why? What makes Kimball Walker so dangerous in his hay is his three-level scoring and his pick and roll. You know, he he he's one of these guys. I was looking at some stats. Um, he's one of these guys who averaged. He was in the ninety-first percentile or better in finishing plays as a ball handler in the pick and roll. That's him at his best. Um, that wasn't last year, though. <laughs> that wasn't last year, yo. So we have to keep in mind that wasn't last year. He was in the 40 percentile last year. So hopefully he gets back to that. But how do you see him working out with the Knicks? And what do you think his role is going to be? Because, you know, because um, my first instinct is that we have, we have Walker here. We have Fournier here. We have Julius Randle here. Um, whose team is it? <laughs> Ooh. It's, it's gonna be it's gonna be Kemba's team. It's gonna be Kemba's team. Yo, because it just goes by like his his resume, his seniority, you know, his his his, his experience in the playoffs, uh, and that's what I like about it. it's gonna be Kemba's team. But he is humble enough to help Julius with his leadership role and make Julius feel like he's included. Okay, all right, Ryan, how do you feel about? It? Do you feel like it's also Kemba's team? I mean, looking at the looking at the roster right now, I would have to say it's Kemba's team as Hold well. On one like, I but keep going. Yeah, yeah, like Kemba right now, like you know, Kemba's the point guard, so he's gonna be the one running the show, and of course, he's got the veteran leadership, and you know, he's a he's a locker room guy. You know, guys like playing with him and things of that nature. So it's like, I think at the moment it's Kemba's team, but I agree with Raw. Like, you know, he's the type where you know he's gonna help out the younger players and you know make them feel like you know. They also got, you know, some leadership responsibilities on the team as well. But, yeah, I believe it's going to be Kemba's team. No doubt. People, so in I'm seeing some things in the chat. I got to give it some props. Christopher Thompson, Michael Charles, and, and Michael Cotton is right. It's really Tibbs' team. That, that's correct. I have yeah. to agree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is. Like, that's, I guess that's my only question. Um, it's been Julius Randle's team for the last few years. Um, Julius, he's he's a gracious guy. He's he's like a a hardworking, humble type of dude. So I do feel like he has he has um he'll have the respect for a guy who's been a full time all star and a guy who's been in New York. But he's kind of acclimated to Tom's system already. So I'm I'm just wondering 
I'm curious to see how they they work this out, I, and I think they will, especially considering how Kimba and mm-hmm. and Evan already have chemistry, and Julius just seems he seems to like being more willing to share the ball last season. I'm curious to see how it works out. La- last play of the game, who gets the ball? Well, it can, that's the thing, man. <laughs> <laughs> it could be you know you got Evan Fournier, it could be Randall, it could be Kemba, it could be D Rose, it could be RJ. Who who gets the ball last play of the game? Who's hot uh-huh. that day? Yeah, who's hot? Yeah, pretty much. Who's, th- who's hot that day? Whose team is it, man? Whose team is it? I'm I'm that's the but, 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 but I'll, I'll say this though. It's gonna depend on who's hot that day, but yeah. if I if, but if I have to choose like who I probably trust the most with the ball with the in the final seconds, it would probably be between Kemba, Fournier, and Rose. Like those would be my three top guys yeah. right there yeah. on the Knicks. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree absolutely. I also agree with be Kemba, Fournier, and Rose depending on who's hot that day. I'm I'm just one I'm just wondering how does this affect Julius's Randall's? Because it's a it's a domino effect when you have such a force that comes in. It's, it's, it's usually a domino effect of the pecking order and the roles. People have to kind of give up some more shots. R.J. Barrett is going to have to might have to find different ways to get his shots now. Um, wondering how much playmaking he's going to have, responsibility he's going to have. Um, Tibbs, he likes to – he's been running like a lot of kind of triangle a little bit last year. Oh, yeah. He's, he's a triangle coach. He's a triangle coach. Kemba yeah. Walker, pick and roll – Dominant guard, like right. his, like I said, his best was 91st percentile in the pink and roll. Is Tom Thibodeau going to adjust his offense to be a lot more pick and roll heavy, especially considering you know Kemba's had a lot of success running off of yeah. one and two screens? That remains to be yeah. seen. Tom yeah, well, Raw is like, yes, of course. <laughs> no, no, because look at the Chicago years. He had pick and roll with Joe King Noah and D Rose, but mm-hmm. he was running the triangle. That's true. So, so it's, that's that's not a problem. He know, he knows how to do that. He just needed the personnel. He did not have a pick and roll guard with Alfred Payton. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're right about yeah. that. You're right. You're right about that, man. And it's, yeah. It's, okay. Yes, yeah, I'm gonna say. No, I just want to add like something right quick. And the fact that the Knicks have a big man in Mitch that is effective off the pick and roll, where you know a lob threat. I mean, you gotta play pick and roll. You you gotta you gotta incorporate that into the offense. Have to. It's a must. Yes, it's, it's definitely a must. If if you were if you were to talk about the cons, if you were to talk about the cons, um, the cons for Kemba Walker are he's he wasn't really an high assist guy. Mm-hmm. Um, after the All Star break, though, he had a pretty good run, uh, averaged twenty points, five assists. Um, he hasn't been the high assist guy in his whole career. Some people will say it's because he didn't really have the guys to pass it to for half of his career. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, does that concern you when it comes to the Knicks, especially the way Tom kind of preaches ball movement? Oh, no. <laughs> no. That's not a problem. <laughs> that's not going to be a problem. No, I don't. That's not going to. It's far. Okay. You want to talk about. Per- All right. I'll tell you the problem. Fournier is going to want to shoot. He may. And he's in his prime. Julius is not in his prime. Fournier is in his prime. So he's going to want he's going to want the ball. He's going to want to shoot. He's going to want last second shot. And you know what? He's going to be successful with. It. But if you start focusing too much on Julius, I'm only concerned with Fournier's attitude. He has never shown an attitude, but he is French. And you know, some of these French, <laughs> you know, some of these French cats got their thing, man. So I'm just saying so that's the only like issue I could see that might happen. 
So you feel like Fournier? You know, it's funny. I feel like Fournier is the guy who's who can play different roles. He's not the guy who likes. He, he can play off ball, all ball. No, he can, but he, but he's used to he, off ball. He used to plays being run for him. No, you're right. In Orlando, he had a very high usage percentage for most of the years. Yeah. Um, and even for Kemba, like when when um these guys had high usage, I feel like Kemba struggled. And you know what? I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna put it on his struggles as shooting. I mean, I'm gonna put the struggles on more of his, of his um his health and his knees. And yeah, yeah. The the year he has right now, he's he's been resting for the first time in a long time. He said that he's gonna get himself right and attack the, the summer correctly. So I think if he comes back healthy, we we had a down year last year, but there's a pretty good chance that I can see him bouncing back and having a successful year um, with the New York Knicks. But um, be Last season, he did have problems meshing with um, some of these Celtics guys when they had to take a bigger step and he had to take kind of a step back. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know it could be it could be more health related than role related. You know what I mean? I think it's health. I think it's more the health related. Yeah, me too. Health. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, a salute to the chat, man. Everybody in the salute to the chat. Everybody who's here is rocking with the KOT show. Shout out to Christopher Thompson, DJ, White Falcon. Soldier Slim, Ronnie Santa, everybody else is rocking with the KOT show. If you're liking the show so far, hit that like and subscribe button and share with your fellow man. All right, you're rocking with the KOT show, talking about Kimber Walker. Might be a short, slow show tonight, but we just had to cop it up with you guys, talking about shit's Kimber Walker. And if you guys want to talk to us, head over to the Discord link. The Discord link is pinned at the top of the chat. And our guy Fritz will guide you on how to talk to us live on the KOT show. And we have somebody in the queue, and I'm going to drag him to talk to us live right now, all right? All right. Okay. All right. Let's see. Let's see. Oops. Put him in the wrong. Here we go. All right, caller. You are live on the KOT show. Hit the KOT live button two times. Once, twice, and then hit watch stream. And you, and you should hear everybody else. All right. Okay, caller. And let me know when you hear everybody. All right. But shout out to the chat in the meantime. Jason M says Tatum and Brown are more ball dominant than Randall. Randall was only ball dominant because he had to be. True. It's funny because when, when in spots when Randall had to be a spot up three point shooter, he was pretty good. He was Very good. Pretty yeah. good. So yeah, I like, yeah, yeah. especially in the clock situations, I really liked how he handled the spot up catch and shoot threes. I need to actually look at those numbers, Randall's catch and shoot threes. Yeah. All right. And NYC, let me know when you're ready. Yeah, they can't just fade toward him like they did the previous two years. They can't do that because yep. everybody else will kill. This is really a good team. Man. The only problem we're going to have is injuries. That's it. Yeah. That's it. In turn, you, you like if you had a healthy Mitchell Robinson for 82 games, a healthy Kimber Walker, a healthy everybody healthy. This team is top four in the East. But, you know, the only issue is injuries. That's what we're dealing with. Yeah, man. Injuries. Like, yeah. I think, yeah, let's talk about that for a second. Um, Because if there's another criticism, it's that our biggest free agent signings have not been um, healthy for the past few years. Evan Fournier has been, you know, on the injured list a lot. Um, Kemba Walker as well. Only played like 40-something games last year. And the year before that as well wasn't healthy the whole season. But the year before that was also a shortened season. So health might be an issue 
Um, but to me, it's still, it's I'm still fine with it though. No, yeah, because it's not. If it was, it, see, in the past, Nick management from the past would have signed a guy like 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 Kimber Walker for five years, a hundred million at age thirty one. Yeah, yeah. But this this management gets him for eight million for two years, plus they get D Rose and they're platooning them. Um, yeah, they we're doing they're doing everything pop because Boston did not have. Well, that's not true. Boston had that the kid Pritchard behind Kimber, but they were making Kimber kind of the man. This is not his situation in New York. He's not going to be the man. You got him. You got Evan Fournier. You got Randall. You got also RJ. And then you got D Rose. You got you got a lot of guys that this is like an all star team, man. It really is. So you're going to get everybody, you know, distributing. And these guys are professionals. They know they're trying to win, man. They're in a situation where they're trying to win. So I think we're going to be we're in good shape. The only thing is like if somebody gets hurt, like. And I'm not even saying, let's say Kemba is done for the year by January or February, right? We can still roll because we, we just got to have, now D-Rose steps in. He's going to have to play part-time. You're going to have mm-hmm. IQ. You got to depend on Deuce McBride some more. Right. You got to do that. But but it's not going to, like, crush us. It's not yeah. going to kill us. Yeah. And if he ends up playing healthy until May, uh, you know, we, we serve a notice. They're, they're going to have a problem. Yeah, even if he plays, like, 75% of the games or so, we're still good. And I think we have the depth. Yeah. Um, between IQs being his second year, McBride, who looks like a dog, that he'll be able to carry us through, man. And just just having a guy like Kimba, who I think is going to be huge for someone like IQ, who's yep. learning how to navigate mm-hmm. screens. Like, Kemba is a screen master, man. I still remember when he was dueling, it was a trade Trey Berg versus Kemba a couple of years ago. And watching him navigate screens and try to defend that was, just like, kind of masterful. On mm-hmm. the flip side of that, though, um, he couldn't he couldn't guard Trey Burke for, for nothing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he couldn't navigate his screen as well. Yeah. yeah, but they end up winning. But they won that game though. They won that game. Yeah, Trey yeah, Burke but, dropped forty two, but they won that game. Exactly, exactly. But like the bigger picture for me is 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 just like the Knicks did it better because the Knicks, even though these guys are kind of like injury ish histories, they don't have like a five year two hundred type of million dollar contract they have every every player on this team has a a, a player option a team option at the end of the year even alec burks that's right alec mm-hmm. burks was originally reported that it was three years all guaranteed oh, you mean that's not fully guaranteed it's not fully guaranteed no that third oh, year sure. yeah, no, the see, third, that's yeah. The, the i was third wondering why they would do it for everybody else and not him okay yeah exactly yeah. exactly i was wondering the same thing so the knicks did it well the knicks did it perfectly this time and on top of that like you heard if you heard the intro, he talked about the chemistry between Kemba Walker and Evan Fournier. Um, it's only been nine games, but you, you saw they had the second best offense in the NBA in, in those nine game streaks. So I'm interested to see how that combination of offense goes. Um, mm-hmm. If you look at Kemba Walker's averages, then at that point he averaged 23 points, five assists a game when he played those games with with Evan Fournier and shot 46 percent from the field. And so I it seems like he was. He was naturally flung with him, and he was more healthy when Evan was there. So as long as those two guys are healthy and playing together, um, I think will work. And I'm also looking forward to seeing some mix and matching with Kemba and McBride together. I think that could be crazy, man. Absolutely. I still want to see some offense-defense mixed in there in that first unit. And not only that, I think they're going to let Evan Fournier rest a little bit because he does have an injury history. So, you know, we're all looking at Kemba. But Kemba has been pretty healthy except for these last two seasons. But but 
Fournier is a history of playing like 65 games a year, basically. So um, I'm thinking Grimes is going to get some time, you know, um, and that's going to be good for us. Yeah, Grimes yeah. is going to – Grimes, man, that's calling Baby Allen. You, that's Baby Allen with defense, man. Grimes, right. man. Right. Grimes that's looks right. filthy on that inside of the ball or the defense, right. man. Shooting eight, shooting eight threes a game, and Kemba gives you eight threes a game too. But that's right. know, yeah. Kemba hits him at thirty-five percent clip. Grimes hitting at forty percent clip in college. So I'm really excited to see Grimes, man. Really. Only yeah. problem is that because of the fact that they, the rookies get such inconsistent time, you're going to see him have to come in cold and stuff. That's the only problem. No, I agree with you. Yeah, I agree with you. But based on his combine conformance, though, it looks like he just come in and light it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. That man looked dangerous there, boy. Yes, he sir. Right. Dangerous, man. Yeah. Already. Oh, my fault. Um, just just to add it right quick, like I'm already looking looking forward to summer league just to see how he performs and the other young guys perform as well. But I just want to throw in something right quick because I think this is something that hasn't been emphasized enough with the Kemba Walker signing. This is how you know it's a new day in New York, because remember in the past with the front office, with a guy like Kemba Walker, for a guy like him to come to New York, even with his injury history, he'd be asking for, and I, to, and I think Raw mentioned this early, he would be asking for like five years, 100 mil, like, right. yo, you're going to have to break the bank for me to come and play for your team. Right. And, and, and the fact that they they were able to get Kemba to come here for just 8 million, like, yo, that's what happens when you, when you change the culture of the um, franchise and actually start winning games. Guys want to come here for less. And I think that this is like a sign that things are starting to turn around for the Knicks. And now in the future, when that disgruntled star comes, it's going to be a brand new day. We're going we're gonna to have guys coming here like as if we're the damn Lakers. Yeah, signing for cheap. Yeah, listen, man. I was going right back to get to the Lakers, man, because um, when the news broke, and shout out to the Popo in the back. I don't got no guns on me. <laughs> Chill, back up. All right. <laughs> so when the news broke that Kendrick Nunn went to the Lakers and the Knicks offered him a little bit more money and he didn't come, I was just like, really? That that one kind of was a head scratcher because you <laughs> usually the younger guys go for the bag and the older guys go for the chip. Um. So that was a little bit surprising to me. But the Kem- but the, the thing about Kemba Walker is Kemba Walker had a chance to come to New York a few years ago, and it didn't happen. <laughs> and it didn't happen. And the second time around, you know, uh, he, he chose to join us. So like Ryan said, I mean, it's not overnight. Some people – I've seen some discussions that people are starting to feel weird that the Knicks aren't attracting big-name free agents here yet. And two things I'll say: one, it's still a little early. It's second; it's the second season of the Leon Rose era. Um, so you know, chill out. And two, there wasn't really that many free agents available really this season. There was, was a lot more second tierish free agents. The real test was going to be next season, but um, even next season, I feel like we're going to be doing more trades next season than than anything considering hmm. looking at you think so i mean if one comes available yeah I, if I, there's an opportunity yeah yeah, yeah. Like, yeah i think the beauty of this season really is that you know we were able to to keep our team together one most part we we, stri- we flipped out Alfred Payton for Kemba Frippin Walker like we flipped out Alfred Payton for, for Kemba Walker 
and you flip out Reggie Bullock for Evan Fournier, and right. the rest of the team is this pretty much the same. And then you add rookies who are defensive monsters and 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 dogs. So it just looks like we kept the continuity. We added some dogs, and we've added more talent in free agency. And last season we finished with the fourth best seed in the East. Um, right. So I know the I know the East got a little bit better, but I think we're still gonna be fine regardless, and we get to keep our flexibility as well because none of these guys on this team right now have an Alpatros contract on them. Everybody sure. is three yeah. years, reasonable ten million dollars around them, every person. We can if something becomes available at a certain point, we can package those guys easily for a, a big name superstar if that opportunity presents itself. And if it doesn't, we just keep roll we keep going the course until that opportunity comes. Really? Yeah. <laughs> that's that's. I mean, like, okay, let's look back for a second. It, over the past season, it became very painfully evident to everybody that we needed a point guard, right? And we also needed to have somebody that can create their own shot off the dribble instead of trying to depend on Julius all the time. So that became evident, and they addressed that this year. They addressed that, right, with this team. And they did it while keeping the core group of their team intact they added the pieces they needed and they and they did not break up the team so i'm thinking we're going to run this team for two seasons and let everybody just develop together let the young guys especially develop with these veterans and let the veterans mesh see that meshing is extremely important that's why i don't think chicago's going to be as good as people think because those guys haven't played together yet they're just learning how to play together the knicks you got the core of the team. You're just adding a Kemba who fits seamlessly, and you're adding a Fournier. So other than that, and those two are used to playing together, but everybody else on the Knicks knows the system. They, they, right. They're used to it. So you, I think they're going to run through this season, and then we're going to get to the end of the season, and we're going to see – it's going to, again, become evident what is what are we missing, what what's right. going on here. And then if they're going to make a trade, it's going to be next summer where they address whatever that new issue is that's brought up. And, and let me talk. Let me touch on that too, because um, some people were pissed that we didn't get Lonzo Ball. Some people were pissed well, that we didn't get Demar Derozan. Um, I personally feel like um, I was the, I was on the Lonzo Ball train for half of the season, for most of the season until the playoffs came. Yeah, yeah. When the playoffs came, and I think I said this a few times in some of the post game shows during playoff time. When the playoffs came. I pulled back from from him because I was like, all right. To me, Julius Randle's playmaking all season has been kind of basic. They're not like high level quick reads. They're more of they're more of a I know the play situations, um, and so I know where Reggie Bullock's going to be when this play set runs. When this play set runs, and then once that those plays were scouted. And he couldn't, you know, rely on muscle memory to make those plays. He wasn't a playmaker anymore. He couldn't read the defense on the fly and make the correct play. He was actually That's hesitated. correct. That's correct. That's um, correct. To me, Lonzo Ball's three-point shooting came into play when he was a standstill three-point shooter. And he wasn't really a guy who can make plays for you off the dribble um, to create for other teams. So, to me, after the playoffs, I was like, we need other people who can actually create off the dribble. Right. Yeah. Personally. Right. No, yeah, right. Because in the half court, you what you need. And the playoffs are about the half court. Yep. You yeah. know, so, so I mean, I was surprised because I did not think, and I I had to give him props. 
<clears throat> I did not think Trey Young had developed that much to kill us in the half court, but he killed us in the half court. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He, he, yeah. Go ahead. Go on, Ryan. No, I was just saying that. Um. Yeah, I like. I would have been. Okay. I would have been. Cause I was I was still on the Alonzo Ball trade, but like when I heard the the amount of money that he was going for, more than likely that I was like, all right, you know, that's out of the picture. But you know what? I just looked at something, and the Knicks front office is so damn smart because if you look at all the contracts they signed, it's a bunch of three year contracts, right? Yeah. With the third option, with the third year option, right? Yeah. Yep. Look! Look at the 2023 free agent class. It's gonna be tight, right? It's gonna be <laughs> look at look at the look at the 2023 free agent Here class. Here we go. Who who who's in the class, Ryan? Because I haven't even looked there. Yet. All right, I'm 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 gonna name some names right now. I, and I don't even like looking that far ahead. Jason Tatum. I'm I'm gonna just name some names right quick. James Harden, John Wall, Russell Westbrook, Kevin Durant, Bradley Beal. Chris Middleton, Kyrie Irving, Joel Embiid, Nikola Jokic, D'Angelo Russell, Nikola Vucevic. It's it's crazy. The twenty two the twenty twenty three raging class is crazy. It, it, it's, half of those names are gonna be old as hell. <laughs> oh, hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Some are gonna be old, but I'm just saying. I'm, but I'm just saying that they, already, they, there are some good names it. though. There right. are some good names though. There's even even your even, even your boy even your boy Miles Turner is gonna be a free agent. I got Miles Turner, man. If we trade for Miles Turner, I'm over the moon. I'm gonna let you. I'm, I'm, I don't want to learn. You know, I know the Knicks are gonna be frugal with how they move players, but if yeah. we Miles Turner on the team, I'll be t- I'll be happy. Yeah, but then, but then, but like when you go down the list, like there's a lot of like. Good names that's going to be available that year. Nah, I agree. Flat cat flexibility, man. Cat flexibility is key. Salute. So, salute to everybody who's rocking with the KOT show. If you're new to the show, because we got 392 people who's who's watching us right now. If you're new and you're loving the show, man, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, share. I'm trying to grow this brand over here at the KOT show. So, please help and do those things if you're enjoying the show. Also, the super chat's available. Shout out to Brian Carter, who gives a 499 super chat. Says, I like to imagine Kemba watch the verses last night. So, the energy, the locks, the dips it brought to the garden and immediately call his agents you're damn right that's what happened you damn right man how do you not watch dipset jada made the call damn it <laughs> jada made the jada called ken but was like do you see this man do you see this you need to come over here to new york Knicks and enjoy this energy man there's nothing like it for real for real all right well shout out exactly oh man yo ken let me yo ken I know I had somebody in the queue for a second. I'm not sure if he's still interested in calling because he, he's grumbling on for a second. But let me see if he's still available. We'll see. We'll check it out. All right. Hello, Ken. Oh. Hey, Ken. You're Hello. now live. Russell Westbrook, Kevin Durant. I'm sorry, Bradley. Ken. Hello. Hey, Ken. Yep. Hey, not, you're live on the KOT show. Hey, Jay Ellis. How you doing, Rev? How's Ryan, how you doing? All right, all right. Hey, man, what's up, man? Good. Uh, hey, uh, so um, just talk really quick about free agency. I was listening online to um, SNY and some other places. And first of all, uh, mainstream media, especially ESPN, we're getting dogged about our free agent signings, and I think you all touched upon it. They didn't realize that we're the only uh, team that signed free agents with a club option for the last year, mm. which is huge. And uh, even SNY, they were rating our offseason as a six. But as I go through everything the Knicks have done, even though it's not splashy, it's 
I would rate it closer to an eight because really no one can say that we're going to be competing for a championship next year. No. Next, this year coming up, it's all about building upon last season's success and getting better while preserving the cap flexibility, right? Because mm. all these other teams, they sold their soul to try to get better. And that's one thing everyone's missing is Miami made some crazy moves. They made very uncharacteristic moves to try to win this year. But you're going to tell me two years from now, three years from now, you're going to want Kyle Lowry, 37, 38, making uh, $30 million a year, or them extending uh, Jimmy Butler till he's 36, making $50 million a year? Yeah. They're, they're done. Like, after next, after, like, maybe after next year, the year after, all our, our normal um, enemies who stand in our way, they're all going to be capped out. Even Chicago. You're going to tell me Lonzo Ball, that deal, this dude isn't a proven point guard. How are you going to give him $85 million? <laughs> We're hoping he's going to turn into something he hasn't done in four years. Listen, I hope he does it. Don't get me wrong. But you pay for production. You don't pay for, for, for hope. And um, and like I said, and then DeRozan, come on. That guy is getting paid $28 million more in his, for his contract, for his three-year contract, than we're paying Fournier. Yeah. And Fournier's got a skill set that's more desirable. He can shoot threes. He can, he can handle the rock. He can create. DeRozan's stuck in like a 90s game, shooting mid-ranges, and he's not a great defender. No, he's not. So, um, so like I said, I, I, I like what the Knicks did because we're, we're getting incrementally better, but we're setting ourselves up to be great. And like I said, Dallas, they signed Tim Hardaway for almost the same deal. We signed Fournier, but that fourth year is guaranteed. So like, they're on the hook for $20 million, over $20 million that last year. Uh, same thing, we got two point guards, two starting caliber point guards. I know you guys are all there arguing earlier about whose team it is. It doesn't matter. We got two starting caliber point guards, right? So we can have great point guard play, 48 minutes a game, and it's going to cost us the same or less than what, what Miami's paying uh, Lowry, what Utah's paying Conley, and the same thing with, with, uh, with Conley. After next year, I mean, this guy was hurt last year during the yeah. playoffs. Yeah. He's ain't getting any healthier. Next, okay. he's going to be, what, 34 after this season, and then the last year of that contract's going to be 35. So, like I said, they're going all in for next year, and, and they're not going to win anything. Yeah. So, um, so like I said, I, um, Jay, I, said, I wrote an article about this. I sent it to you, so hopefully we'll get it posted uh, later this week. Right. But the point is, Every all our competition is capped. Look, Lakers, they're capped out for the next couple of years. Clippers are capped out. Miami, which has been the destination franchise in the on the East Coast, they're capped out. And listen, and the other thing is, no one's talking about Miami. As they've always been talked about as the ideal organization, they're having issues. Riley's getting up there. A bunch of people left the organization because they saw what was coming down the pike. Riley is going all in to try to win one more championship before he get you know he gets shown the door because that dude's getting closer to eighty than seventy, and he's yeah. going to leave a nasty cap mess for the next guy to clean up. So that's why Battier took off. That's why Wade decided to go join Utah's organization, and a couple of other people are leaving. And even even Spolcher was rumored to maybe go to, to Portland. Because, like I said, that run of Miami being the best organization in, in the Eastern Conference is coming to an end. Interesting. And, and like I said, and we talked about Boston. You retweeted today. 
we got two of the guys they made all those trades for um, and gave up draft picks. Yeah, to, man. To around. And what do we do? We, yeah, all we did was use cap space. Well, they're, you know, and they're stuck with Horford, and this guy lost a draft, a couple of draft picks. Trying to maneuver for cap space and to re-sign Fournier. So, um, so like yeah. I said, we're in a great spot, and I just think all Nick fans need to chill. Understand that, listen, we weren't going to win a championship next year unless something falls out of the sky and Beal or or, um, or Dame all of a sudden pushes for a trade and, and these teams, you know, decide to take, you know, pennies on the dollar. We're not going to be in a position to compete with, uh, with the contenders uh, this yeah, coming man. year. But yeah, good point, man. Number 22, yeah, good point, man. That's yeah. when we're going to go Yeah, big game hunting. Yeah, exactly. And that's where, exactly. where all these other teams are going to be too old and capped out. Exactly. And then we're going to come in and, and we're going to clean up. Exactly. So, um, so like I said, you know, uh, we, we had, it was low-key. It wasn't splashy. But we're doing what we need to do. Right. And like I said, we're better and we're bringing in the right guys. And like I said, we, these guys all right. are, are going to teach everybody a master class in point guard play. Cool. Thank year, you. Man. Thanks for the call, so thank man. You, man. Thanks for the call, right, man. Thanks. Yes, Appreciate yes. You guys. All right, yo. Ken, who is that, Jay? That was an excellent call. Who is yeah. that? Yeah, that's that's Ken. That's Ken. Um, he's one. He's the writer, one of the writers and editors for the KOT show. Oh, he. That was an excellent call. I mean, yeah, he's man. Exactly. I don't because in two years. Right. So in two uh, years. Yeah, thanks a lot, Jay. Like I tell you, oh. all our deals are way better hold on, hold than on. anybody else find. And you're gonna see that in the article we're gonna drop this week. All right, all right. That's what's up. That's what's well, up. I'm sorry. I thought he was. There you go. On. I thought he was. I thought he was on too. <laughs> <laughs> so, but in two, he's right. In two years, mm-hmm. RJ is 23. McBride is 23. Grimes is 23. Mitch is 25. Even Randall is 28. In two years, right? And in two years, all of these guys that you're seeing right now that are young, like your your Say Gilders Alexanders, your 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 Bam Adebayo's who are signing max deals in their twenties, they're going to be up in a couple of years in, in their option years, yeah. and they'll be looking around and they're going to see who can I go to to get this chip that I ain't won yet. Yeah, mm-hmm. now you're and right so about that. We're going to be in a good spot right now. Leon and them are setting this up, and I didn't think about what he said because you right, Miami is. I mean, Riley's the guy that put that system in place with Eric Spolster and them that, that has been so successful for 20 years. When he goes, that system goes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, right so, about that. So, you know, he's right. He's going all in. And that's what we, like Miami's all in. Philly's all in. Um, obviously, like Brooklyn's all in. I mean, these cats are going all in. We're not like that right now. We're, we're just building and everybody trying to diss on us, but we're up and coming. Yeah, I think yeah. that's why off season was just so underrated, man. The flexibility is what makes this season underrated. This off season underrated. That's right. It's the yeah, flexibility man. because ten million dollars, ten million dollars. Everybody gets team options. Um, like realistically, our longest, like Fournier has their biggest contract, and it's four years, but it's really three years because we have a team option. Um, even Kemba Walker, if he decides he's not working out, um, we can we can not we can deny his option next season. So like we we are in great shape all around to make bigger moves and improve this team at the drop of a dime if we really want to like we we just played it smart man shout out to Brock Allen the capologist Ninja yeah. P 
Scott Perry, Leon Rose, moving in silence like lasagna, man. These guys, man, <laughs> playing chess, not playing checkers, man. New York front exactly. office, man. Gotta love yeah. it. Gotta love and, it. And, 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 and I like what Ken said, too, because it's like, all right, so to get to a championship, right? It's it's a marathon, you know. You gotta you gotta be slow and steady win the race, right? Exactly. So now you got all so now you got now you got all these teams tied up in big contracts. It's like they're running the one hundred meters, the two hundred meters, the four hundred meters. They're just trying to get that as quick as possible. But then you see what's gonna happen is that they're gonna they're gonna and they're gonna reach like after a mile or two, they're gonna be panting, they're gonna be tired, mm -hmm. and we just slow and steady just going past them. Yeah, right. And when then when you look, Knicks is gonna be one of the best teams in the NBA, and we're gonna be on top. Exactly. And, and I'm going to just say this, too. Everybody was complaining that, we, you know, we needed more rookies on this team. And you're complaining that we, we we traded that pick for next season. When you're looking at the landscape of this team right now, people are wondering how Kevin Knox is going to get minutes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and y'all wanted to add another rookie to this mix that would just be wasting money on the bench. Right. Oh, I know you're going to say. Go ahead. Go ahead. Come go on. Ahead. Wasting money. Wasting money. Like, I was wondering why they brought him in the first place. But go ahead. Go ahead, yeah, Jay. Like, yeah. Like, if we'd have brought in another pick here that people complain that we move for next year, that's going to be in a trade package. Because that's right. what's going to happen for whoever we're, we're planning to get here. It could be, I don't know, Sexton, Dame, Bill, whoever. I don't know. Pick your pick your guy. Like, when you look at the, the, the roster and who's getting minutes, who's not, this guy's in McGrimes and McBride who I want to get minutes. And I'm just like, right. I'm I'm not sure if they're getting minutes. And you wanted to add another rookie to that mix? Like, now y'all seeing how much that didn't make sense of why it was so it was so maddening to even be even mad a few days ago that we didn't draft the 19th pick. We still got a 21st pick. No, it's silly. Days. Silly, man. Because, yeah. look, well, how many, look, Tibbs really did play, what, he played, he played Obi. He played Mitch. Ten minutes he game. RJ. Mitch he played IQ. So he played right. four young guys last year, major minutes, right? Right. And, yeah. so, and so you got all of those four back, and you just added two aces with Deuce. <laughs> Ace with Deuce. You added two aces with Deuce, and you added um, Grimes. So you got six young dudes. That's a core right there. We actually don't need anybody else right now. Right, exactly. And, and shout out to Adol Chapman, who says a $2 super chat. He says, we cut in Luca for, question mark, shocked that Rukas will play. Yeah, Rukas is going to be overseas. Ruka, he He's going to be overseas. Um, so we're going to have to buy his contract out. He just wants to come over here in the summer league to see what's happening. Um, Luca's another guy, I think, if we don't accept his contract there might be a, another five million off the cap if we don't approve of him i believe i think it's three he's 3.3 .3. it's three i think it's a cap does he have a five million dollar cap hold though that's what i heard i, didn't know that. I, I thought it, i thought his contract was 3.3 non-guaranteed okay. to the first game of the season we can double check that though we can double check that. yeah but still three five is still cash base yeah that's still that's still cash base if he doesn't make it to the season that's just something yep. to think about yeah all right all right salute next caller we got see you read um next caller in the queue Putting you in. Shout out, caller. You are now live on the KOT show. Hit that KOT live button twice. Hold on one second. We just do that. Mm -hmm. And then hit watch watch stream after you hit the KOT live button twice. And you'll and you be good to go. And don't forget to introduce yourself. Uh, let me make sure. Everybody can everybody hear me? Yes, sir. Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah. Can you hear, can you hear everybody? Uh, of course, I can hear everybody. What's up, fellas? What's up, panel? What's up? Hey, we got Raw. Everybody knows Raw in the building. We got Jay Ellis in the building. You're all right. Listen, let me tell you guys something. 
Let me, let me turn myself my phone, my telephone, television down. Hold up. Okay. This is one of the most unpredicted, un, unexpected acquisition that we had today. Like, this is something that I wouldn't. I mean, I, I didn't even think in a thousand years that we would pull off something like this. Me neither. So, for all of the Knicks fans that was that was dogging out the, the organization, especially mm-hmm. the manager. Oh, we didn't do anything. We need to make a big splash. We didn't need to make a big splash because we have one of the best management in the game right now. Yep. And people have to understand, just take a step back, stop drinking and rum, like I always say. <laughs> Relax. We got this. We are instantly the top six teams in the East right now. Yep. Easily. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the, and the great thing about it is that we have the core still come returning back this season. And mm-hmm. you know what happened? It will help the new players get acquainted to the philosophy that we already implemented from last year and speed the whole process up faster. So we're in good hands. We're in good hands. And you know what the best thing about it? We have pros. We got Kimball Walker. Mm-hmm. Fortnite. Everybody talking about who's going to start. Who cares? Because at the end of the day... <laughs> They're pros. They understand that they want to win. Win kills eh? all arguments, all debates, all bad bloods in the locker room. Once you're winning, that all that matters. Yeah, and they, and Knicks are winners. Absolutely, they're winners. Yeah. And I, when I see all this, all the media talking about the Knicks today inquiring enough players and stuff, I'm like, you guys not seeing what's going on. Yeah, they, they are they're bringing along the young core with the added with by adding these. Tough nose, smart-minded basketball players, so they could pick their brain, so they could apply to the game game as as they as they develop into being pros in the NBA. Now, that's I, all it is. I hear you. I heard somebody complain that um, yo, the Knicks are only a second-round playoff team. We didn't make the playoffs for years. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right. come on. So you complaining and, that and, we're only a second-round playoff team? Is that a problem to any of you guys right now? No, not bad, man. <laughs> like, How many times you crying with 12, 12 games won, 20 games won? Right. All season, we complaining, and then we complaining when we get players that actually know how to play the game of basketball. We complaining. Like, our biggest, our biggest, our biggest downfall is our fan base. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Uh, you, you know what? I'll say this. I'm not even going to down the whole fan base. I'm, I'll say this. The, the, we have the most passionate fan bases on the face of the earth, right? We have 578 people watching right now in the off season. This is a passionate fan base, <laughs> all right? So, well, I mean, uh, and, gotta... and, and I'll say this too: as passionate as we are, sometimes the negative is louder than the positive. But I do feel like I'm—I'll be honest. At least on Nick's Twitter, and it's always a bloodbath on Nick's Twitter. <laughs> yeah, this is the most. Positive and united. I've ever seen Nick's Twitter in my entire life. I think I think yeah. twelve out of thirteen people were like they love this move because right. it was is perennial. It was an all star guy. It only cost nine million dollars. Is team option. It's not like a McDyce mm-hmm. situation where you're throwing the bag at him oh, and no. giving up picks. It's not like a Jerome Dream situation where you give the guy five years. It's like it's 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 a plausible contract. So I think for the most part, Knicks nation is, is happy and we'll be happy second round. As long as we keep building to the future and not, and, and, and manage our assets responsibly. 
you know. <laughs> right, but before before we 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 got the news about Kimball Walker, I was fine with the roster because at the end of the day, it gave, it gave us time to see our young our young Knicks grow. Yeah. So so when he was talking about the point guard, I mean, who want Reggie Jackson? Come on, all players, you know what I mean? Who <laughs> want Dennis Struder? Like Dennis Struder, he he didn't show up in there in the playoff. He proved me that. He's not reliable, so why would I want to take a player like him on my squad? That that a coach demand a lot of you. Come on. He, he, I was okay with Reggie Jackson. I'm not even gonna lie. Um, I, I just actually heard Ian say that um the Dennis Schroeder Reggie Jackson news wasn't really that accurate. Not that it wasn't accurate, but the Knicks weren't very high on them. They were kind of like, uh, you know, you know how there's like a hundred people in the room. And right. I feel like two people said they wanted Reggie Jackson and and Dennis Schroeder, and like the other ninety some people was just like uh, nah, right, nah. <laughs> and so the news <laughs> came out that we were after Danny, uh, Reggie Jackson, Dennis Schroeder, but it didn't come to fruition. It, it's stuff like this. The Knicks are arguing, are eyeing, or the Knicks are targeting. I, I know I can ignore that crap in the future because they, the Knicks are targeting Dennis Schroeder, or the Knicks are targeting this one or that one, and they never even liked it. I mean. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I mean, I'm like, listen, they could talk at everybody, but do they fit our, our, our philosophy? Right? Do they fit yeah. our philosophy? Do they fit our philosophy? Do they fit what we're going through as far as we we all we quote unquote we're not building our young players? Yes, we are. You don't see what's going on? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, with you. yeah I agree with you. What's your name? I don't think you said your name. Where you from, man? Yo, I, 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 I got him. Go ahead. My name is Reed from Flatbush, man. Reed, yeah. Reed from Flatbush. Shout right, out to Reed Flat from Flatbush. Bush. I know he's, he's called in for a, a few times already, but shout out to you, Reed yeah, from yeah, Flatbush. Yeah. Flatbush. Uh, I got fam over there. Flatbush. Exactly. Yes, he down the, the block from me, fam. I'm on flat. I'm on the word. No, we live we live in here. We're doing exactly, it, yo. But exactly. thank you so much, fellas, and have a great night. All right, man. Catch you on the two train. All right, you too, man. All right. <laughs> All right, Reed from Flatbush. You got more. Okay, I see more people. Lining up, lining up, lining up. Fritz was about to call, but he, then he saw that people were lining up in the queue. So he's going to take care of the queue. Shout out to everybody who's rocking with the KOT show. If you're new to the channel, because I feel like there's a lot of new viewers here. Hit that like and subscribe button. Please subscribe to this channel. And you know what? Also share, man. Share the, share the content as well. Get this KOT name out here and popping. We have uh, pretty good content. We have our guy Raw, who's pretty good with the numbers. Also, it's pretty good with um, you know the, the prospects. We have our guy Ryan G. He gives you some stats and some facts as, as well. And you have me, man, who's always holding down, kind of hustling, and and you know giving you some guys all around happy-go-lucky content with some jokes on the side. All right, so shout out to you, everybody <laughs> who rock with the KOT show. And Jay always Ellis remember, so short man, Jay Ellis is the artist, the artist. Oh yeah, they're the artist. Wait, 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 not the artist, the artiste. The artiste. Yeah, the artiste. Oh, that's right. Artiste. That's right. That's right. You know, design the sets, design the hats, design the, yeah, yeah, I design that stuff. I do a lot, man. I do a lot, but Hope yeah, Michelangelo enjoy. from Brooklyn. <laughs> Michelangelo right. from Brooklyn. Hood Michelangelo. That's not that hood, really. All right. But <laughs> <laughs> All right. Shout out. Hold on. We got the preacher in the chat. Um, yo, every time he's tried to call, there's always been some technical difficulties. Well, hopefully, I think you got it going on tonight, Jails. I think you're going to be good. Something's always wrong with his, his setup for some reason. But we're going to try it right now. We'll see. We'll see if it's working out right now. All right, Jay Boogie, you are now in the chat. Hit that KOT live button two times, okay? Hit it two times, and then hit watch stream, and then you should be good. 
and hopefully it's all Gucci. All right, <laughs> Jay Boogie. Hopefully it's working. And while Jay Boogie's trying to set that up, trying to figure it out, Jay Boogie hit the KOT live button two times and hit watch stream. Shout out to everybody's rocking in the chat. And shout out to everybody who's sent us a super chat as well. The super chat goes to the channel, helps uh, keep things moving and pushing, helps pay for the writers, um, helps uh, pay for uh, sounds cost subscriptions, uh, Zoom subscriptions, and all the little bells and whistles to keep the KOT show going, all right? So, but also please like and subscribe to the channel. Um, and shout out to everybody who's rocking. If you're enjoying the show, like what you see, hit, 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 give us a thumbs up. A thumbs up in the chat if you're liking the show, all right? Shout out to Joey D. Nice. Shout out to Captain Coke, who says, Nick's going to win the Summer League. Hell yeah, man. Nick's yeah. going to win the Summer League, man. Word. That Summer League team is loaded. <laughs> Number, the Summer League team is stacked. Stacked between IQ. You got Obi Toppin. We got Knox, Summer League vet. Kevin Knox back in the building. We got McBride. We got Grimes is going to be lighting it up from three. Our team is going to be nasty, man. Nasty, nasty. Absolutely. 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 And Sims, Sims looking like a defensive stopper. He's going to be able to play defense on the guards and through the centers. It doesn't look like he's – and he's a lob threat too, can catch some some alley-oops. I feel like he's going to be good. Throw it to the top of the backboard. That boy catch yeah, man, you see Word. the video of him dunking it below like it's a Fisher Price for him? Man, that guy's hops is ridiculous, dog. Yep. <laughs> that guy hops is ridiculous. Jay Boogie. I don't know. I haven't heard Jay Boogie all this whole time. So, I'm, I'm see, Jay Boogie, I don't know what's up with Jay Boogie stuff, but it's always something wrong with Jay Boogie stuff, man. Yeah. But we're going to have him, we're going to put him back to, to talk to Fritz. And we'll get the next call in. Hopefully, he figures out what's going on. All right. You know, I wanted to say too. I'm glad they reached out to Kendrick Nunn. I really liked him, but I, I think I see Kendrick Nunn's strategy because his second year is a player option. So he go. You know, Kendrick Nunn plays well when he's off the ball. LeBron right. is a ball dominant guy, and so is Russell Westbrook. So if he's going to be, if they start him, he's going to be able to go off. Uh, you know, for the Lakers because he's really good, and so, but he doesn't have to worry about setting everything up. Right. So he he blows it up, he gets a chip, he opts out, and now he gets paid next summer. Yeah. yeah. Now you're right about that. And I was looking, I had an eye on Kendrick Nunn on the off season, but like I said, he, he's a guy's a spot up shooter type of guy. Um, so we do need guys who can create more. Yeah. So, so um, yeah. I'm not too upset that we didn't get him, but I did like his defense. For, for yeah, sure. I liked his game, man. I, li- I liked his game, but. But you know what? We ended up where we're going to end up. I just saying that because I was wondering what happened. I was very comforted to find out that they actually did talk to him and offered him a contract, and he just decided to go try to get the chip. Right, right. Yeah. It, it just shows that this Knicks is kind of consistent. Day. All right, we yeah, got these shoulders. We, we we prioritize defense. That's for sure. Kendrick Nuss does that, and he shoots threes. All right. That's right. That's right. All right. Next caller, I'm bragging you in the queue. Shout out to you. Next caller, you are now live on the KOT show. Hit that KOT live button two times and then hit watch stream and you should be good to go. All right. Can you, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Can you hear the panel and me? Yes. What's going on, guys? What's going, what's on? going on? Hey, man. So uh, Joey here from Atlantic City. Uh, how's everybody doing today on the panel? I know we got some got some good news today. Yeah, we, we yeah, good, man. Yeah, man, we straight. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We, yeah, we, we need to roll no dice either, J. 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 Facts. Yo, um, Hebrew, you actually brought up a good point when I was listening. Um, you said 
you always hear things about certain players on being on the Knicks radar and like it never coming true. You know what I mean? So like as a fan and for other fans, you know, it's hard to like listen to that, that background static of, you know, we're going to get this guy or we're going to get this guy. Who knows? Maybe we'll get this one. But this Kemba Walker signing for me, this came right out of left field. So listen, that what you just said, it makes, you know, it makes it so valid because it's like you can't always just listen to the news or, or we're going to get this player, we're going to get this player. We kind of have to just like keep faith that the Knicks or like our organization knows what they're doing, right. like what player you know what player they're going to sign, and that they have all of this basically figured out. Like they're the chess players, you know. Like it's hard to be a fan and just like oh we we need this guy or we need this guy, you know. I think the front office really knows what they're doing, and especially with this signing. It gives me a lot of faith in the organization for like years to come, because I've said it. I've said in the past. I've said you know with our winning record from this past season, it's going to draw free agents, and we're starting to see the beginning of this now with like Evan Fournier and you know Kemba Walker. Like I'm still thinking we're going to see another signing after this one, but I don't know. What do you think about that, JLS? Um, sh- I I wonder about it too. I you just never know with Leon, man. I don't know. I just don't know. Like I said, I asked asked Ryan earlier, how do you spell Leon Rose? (laughs) He's a silent G in there because real G's move in silence like lasagna. You don't know what he's going to do. So it can happen. It can definitely happen. I I know Miles Turner has been a rumor, but, you know, that wasn't from a credible source. Maybe that's me personally just wanting Miles Turner here. I don't know what it takes to get him. But but also, nothing is counted out for me, man. Um, If there's nothing else that comes in the summer, to me, it's all going to be about the trade deadline and next summer. Like those are the yeah. things to work out. Work I don't out think there's any more moves to make right now. Our team is stacked. We just need to work what we got right now. It's you got to look at logical moves. There's nothing that logically they need to do. So he's going to stand past. He's looking past the season right now. Like you say, you look at the trade deadline and moving forward from there and, and going there. And that's how. And speaking with what Atlantic City just said, Joey says this. Like you said just now, Jalen. So they'll throw a name out there. The Knicks are targeting XYZ player, right? And like a lot of the fan base will say, oh, I really like that guy. So they'll be pushing for that guy to be targeted by the Knicks. Oh, we just got the report. The Knicks are going to get him. We're going to get him. And it may not be somebody they even care about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But, but because yeah. a lot of the fan base might like, so somebody might say, well, we're tar- they're targeting, you know, Cam Thomas in the trade. Oh, everybody's going. And they really were never looking at him like that. But everybody was pushing, or Sharif Cooper. And they do it with a whole bunch of players, and they'll catch part of the fan base because somebody might like that guy and mm-hmm. hope that the Knicks get him. But in reality, the Knicks are not really looking at him. Very true. Yeah. Very true. Couldn't have said it better, man. Yeah, like I said, so I don't, I don't really see any big moves on the horizon, at least right right now. Um, but I think trade deadline, you always got to keep an eye out for it. Disgruntled stars. Um, the Bulls, the Bulls, the the Bulls. Like I'm not sure how interested we are in Zach Levine at this point. I know we rumored to link to him for years. At this point, I'm not sure how we're gonna be linked. But that the Bulls story is just interesting because I know Zach wants um, uh, an extension. And they chose to bring more players on and not extend him. So that's a story to keep an eye out on. Of course, the Dame story is something to keep an eye out on and the Bill mm-hmm. and the Bill story. So those those are the storylines to look at. Will moves be definitely made then? I can't tell you that. Can't I can't <laughs> I don't know. You just don't know. You just don't know. But it's Leon Rose and these guys, so they're gonna keep the options open and they always like the big game the big game hunting. So you, you just never know, man. 
Well, yeah, I Yo, mean, for um, me, like all this news oh, I'm sorry, about I didn't hear AC was still here. Go ahead, Joey. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I just wanted to say, like, you know, in this whole free agency thing, like all these new moves happening. You know, like I heard the thing with Bullock, and they got rid of Bullock. Do you guys know anything about what happened with that? You know, because he was like one of my favorite players on the team. You know, I liked having him. Was he just not he wanting wanted to resign with the Knicks? He wanted yeah. all three years guaranteed, and he only guaranteed two, and they were doing a third-year team option, and Dallas gave him all three years guaranteed. Yeah. I, wow. Yeah. yeah, that's what it was, especially wow. if you consider, consider the fact that Bullock, um, he took a pay cut to come here, but, you know, he had the neck injury thing. So he, yeah. he was only here for, like, two, what I think it was, what, $2 million, $2 million or so? Well, million. actually, his original deal was two years, 20, but then he got his neck hurt, right. and they kept him. They could have cut him, but they kept him and gave him four, $4 million for two years. And right. so then his neck got back right, at, you know, really was just this past season. And so, you know, he, it was really the Knicks doing him a big solid because they could have let him go when he got the bulging deals because right. he— you know, yeah. but they kept him. So he was just looking for that third guaranteed year. The Knicks weren't going to do right. it. Right, yeah. And he was, yeah. yeah, exactly. And, like, you know, if he's used to getting $10 million a year and he got cut to $2 million, he's probably thinking, I want all the years I can get. So yeah, that's yeah. why he left, really. Yeah, yeah, I was just so – I was so surprised to see him go. Like, I thought the first person that was going to go was going to be Elf. And I haven't heard anything about Elf, if he's even still on the team, if he's a free agent, like, what's going on with him. You know, there's a couple other players, too. Uh, I know he- they got rid of Pell. Uh, well, yeah, we already right. knew Pell was going to go because, you know, we, we brought in our own center um, project that we drafted. So we're going to be more invested in him because, you know, so we already knew he was going to go. And, you know, they also have Noel and Mitch. So there's no really reason for Pell to, to be here. Pell was more a, a fail safe because of the injuries that happened last season. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It, it, mm-hmm. So did, yeah. did Elf get picked up by a different team? No, nope, uh, still on the shelf. Because uh, <laughs> I don't see I don't see him getting picked up by anybody. I see him as just being like one of those, you know, failed NBA stories that you hear about. You know what I mean? That just never yeah. gets picked back up. It, yeah. You know, it sucks to say because his past with the Magic and all of them. You know, he was he was kind of like an up and coming star for for a certain amount of time, and then once he joined the Knicks, he kind of just like feel like he just flatlined. So like, I don't see him getting picked up by anyone. Yeah, he might I, be with Shanghai or something, but yeah, like, go to I, China. Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't, Shanghai. No, but really, no, seriously, though. All fairness to Elf, he's in a position where there's two positions in NBA where there's a glut. There's a glut of point guards and there's a glut of fives. So you might see guys like him, you know, have to go to China. It's not like it's not a regular season. Everybody got the point guard they need. Right. And every and they look for starting point guards, which Elf is not a starting point guard. And then there's younger guys that can play his role off exactly. the bench. So yeah. there's just a glutted old guy. So that, that's why it's not like he's a scrub. It's just that he was in a position to be a starting point guard in New York. And he really is not that. That's not him. So, yeah. I think that, yeah. that's what it was. But he, I think he'll, you know, in the right, he'll get in the right situation. Don't be surprised if some playoff team picks him up for a bench yeah. a defender, man. Yeah, he can defend. Like, it's just hard to be in this league and not be a, a, be able to shoot, especially as a point guard. Like, they, yeah. they expect yeah. centers to shoot now. It's at least yeah. a 15-footer. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, if you're going to be yeah. a point guard who can't shoot, right. that, that's People rough. People complaining because Mitch ain't shooting yeah. threes. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. imagine a point guard. That's rough. So, he, he might have a hard time. You might see him sign with a team. Like when everybody else is picked up, you know, when the when the guys have potential, the 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 stragglers, then you might see him get a deal. But it's it's kind of strange because he did have a okay season before he came to the Knicks. He, he did have a good, pretty good persist percentage. He had five triple doubles, um, with New Orleans. So he's 
he's not a complete scrub, but it's, it was just the wrong situation, wrong fit for him, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And then, and then on top yeah. of that, you have to you have to think of it this way as well. Like he's not he's not really a game changer. Like you know, Ben Simmons is, is another point guard where he can't shoot the ball, but at least Ben Simmons can do so many things for you on defensive end. He can rebound and things like that. So it's like at least Ben Simmons got value, but Elf ain't giving you really he ain't giving you nothing on offense. And yeah, if his defense is not popping, then He's re- he yeah, really has no use toward the NBA team, so yeah, yeah, agreed. Yeah, but, but yo, thanks for the call, man. We had somebody else in the queue. Shout out to you. What's your name? Where are you from? One more time, man. Joey from AC. Uh, Joey from AC. Shout out. I called a couple times there. Yeah, I know you called. I, I just have a sucky memory, that's all. But I do remember your name, Joey from AC. So shout out to Joey from AC, man. Um, all right, man. For thanks for having me. All right. All right. All right. Shout out to Joey. All right. Joey from the boardwalk and park place. <laughs> <laughs> Next caller, you are live on the KOT show. Shout out to Big Nick. Hit that KOT live button two times and then hit watch stream and you'll be live with the KOT show. All right, Big Nick, if you are there, while you're waiting for you to set up, if you are setting up, I don't know if you hear me. Shout out to everybody else that's rocking the chat. If you're new to the channel, please hit that like and subscribe button. Man, we talking Nick. We talking Kemba Walker coming home. The, that's right. The Don from UConn coming back home to New York Knicks. The day after Jada Kiss comes over here, burns the house down in Madison Square Garden, we get the news that Kemba Walker is coming home and he was going to be joining Julius Randle, RJ Barrett, Mitchell Robinson, Evan Fournier, IQ, Derrick Rose, and the rest of the crew to, to take on the rest of the NBA, man. We're excited, man. And no one saw this coming. Nobody saw it coming at all, man. It's fourth fourth best team in the East. We we add Fournier. We add Kimball Walker. I'm really excited to see what the season is about to be, man. Shout out to, the, to, sure. to, to, to this team. And Big Nick, I'm not sure what's going on Big Nick. I can't hear anything Big Nick is saying. I'm not even sure Big Nick is there. <laughs> he might have fell asleep <laughs> but I'm going to put him back in the waiting room because he's not responded I'm going to try Jay Boogie one more time we'll see what's what's going on alright alright Jay Boogie you are now live on the KOT show are you alright Jay Boogie hit that KOT live button two times and then hit the watch stream button and Jay Boogie you you get the you you get the call if you want to if you want if you just want to skip the line and call on the Discord do that if you can hear me all right all right shout out to the, to the guy Jay Boogie man content friend to every content creator in the Knicks atmosphere over here all right on YouTube yeah hopefully man. we catch him yeah hopefully we catch yeah. him man shout out to Quiet Money I see you man shout out to Mansa Dushan. Shout out to everybody else in the chat. Monster Dushon, UBG. Says, RJ is improving his shooting. Man, I saw RJ doing some nice pull-up threes in the offseason. Oh, hopefully, he brings that to the game this season. Mm-hmm. And the walk-up mm-hmm. threes. I know Walker does the walk-up threes a lot. So, hopefully, he can show him how to get his footing down. And RJ takes a, a, a step of not just being a catch-and-shoot shooter, but a guy who can shoot on the move. All right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Shout out to you. Shout out to G Marley. He says we added the rookies too. Oh, we got okay. We got uh, a troll. Shout out to the troll because you know trolls are just admirers <laughs> from afar. 
Of yeah. course, of course. <laughs> <laughs> trolls are just yeah, fans, yeah, man. Yeah, trolls are my twenty-four. Yeah, shoot. Shout out girls and never get a girlfriend. Shout out, shout out to the people who hit the dislike button before the video starts. I really love you guys. Oh man, yeah, that's how you know. That's how you know they really love you. When exactly. They, that you when you really on their mind when they hit the dislike button before the video starts. Ooh, they love us. <laughs> yeah, it's right. Yeah, all facts. <laughs> Stay on their mind. That's right. That's when you know we we went in space in their head already. Exactly. Exactly. Wake up on have, their mind. Have, have prime real estate in their for in their forehead in their brain whatever. Exactly. <laughs> Prime real estate, you know. Prime real estate, in your exactly. Mind. Just like the Mad Nets fans for years, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's what saying. I'm sorry, you paid 120 million for three players and didn't get out the second round. No, I'm not. Facts, <laughs> 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 yo. Sorry, not sorry. Oh man, <laughs> sorry, not sorry. I see more people in the queue. I see uh, cushies in the queue as well. Okay, for people trying to. Trying to show up. Yeah, you gotta, you oh, gotta. We, we, we just got a super chat too. Super chat. Yeah. Oh, yep. super, super chat. Hold on. Let me get to the super chat, man. Let me get to the super chat. Shout out to the super chats, man. 499 super chat. Shout out to you. Oh, my bad. Hit the ooh oh. button. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, what, what he said is definitely not a bro. He said, cheers. <laughs> cheers to Elf on the shelf. Oh. <laughs> 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 oh yeah oh, oh yeah boy. yeah Alfred Payton is permanently on the shelf man uh yeah average 10 points a game shot 28 percent from three last season uh bad I'm sad to see him go but you know not really yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> you <should. laughs> the, the, the Shanghai Sharks will probably be able to use them though. Exactly, they, they, probably, yeah. probably average twenty five for exactly. Them. That's what I'm saying, yo. He has yeah. a triple double in Shanghai. Exactly. Right. I do admire that. I do admire that he had, that he, uh, he 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 put his heart online a lot of times on the defense. Sometimes I just feel like he wanted too much. To be honest, bro, he was. It wasn't for lack of effort. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was. It just said he did not have that that top level talent to do what we needed done. Man. Yeah, exactly, exactly. All right, okay, it seems like the guy who was in the queue left the queue. So, um... So you, you know you made it, JLs, because you got you got some trolls in it. You done made it big time. When you get trolls, you are, you have arrived, my friend. Oh, exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm here for the trolls, man. The trolls will make, make my life great, man. You get trolls, sure. you have arrived. The trolls, the trolls can't see, you know, past their five fingers, but then when they see you, you close. That exactly. means you, you the man. Exactly. Yes, sir. Shout out to the people. When I, I love when I wake up on people's mind. That's how I know they're a fan fan, but shout out to you That's guys right. as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. I try to get Jay Boogie going, man. It seems like Jay Boogie couldn't, shouldn't come through, but shout out to my guy, Jay Boogie. And everybody else is rocking with the KOT show for real, for real. All my regulars aren't even here tonight. This is crazy. I feel like I see like 450 new people. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. <laughs> it's that kind of day with this news, man, with, 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 with Kemba coming. Exactly. Oh, yep. I see you tell him. I see him, Alejandro. Shout out to tell him, Alejandro, in the chat. Tell him. Yeah, man. Shout out to you, man. From the BX. Exactly. All right. Well. If that is all, if none of the calls come through, we can wrap the show right now, man. It's a good show. It's kind of, it's actually long enough though it's going to be because it was just the camera moves to talk about, but I think we covered everything we need to cover. Um, except the yeah. only thing else that happened that I really didn't touch on was shh, the Knicks got Taz Gibson, man. The Knicks. Yeah. 
We can't go nowhere without Taj, man. We need Taj. Exactly. We need that veteran leadership and that backup, just we in need case. Taj back. Ta- Taj is the backup behind the backup's backup, and he's backup. Yep. Exactly. The, the Knicks Mitch got- go down. You got you got you got Mitch go down. You got Nerlens. Nerlens go down. You got Taj. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, the Knicks got Taj Gibson for like vet men. Vet men uh, doesn't count. Doesn't count across the cap against the cap. Also, you know, Derrick Rose. It was rumored that Derrick Rose gonna was gonna um kind of go uh, against the cap as well, but we're gonna be using his bird rights to sign up, which is just why we have the money to actually go after Kimber Walker. Mm-hmm. So um yeah like so um yeah that's really what it is and, and Taz Gibson is a big deal he filled in filled in for us last season played a big role on the defensive end um, yeah. he's been undersized power forward playing center but played brilliantly man there was even times in the playoffs. Um, this past season, where I felt like he did a better job than their well of containing pick and rolls and and balling up Trey Young, just because he's that quarterback back there that we needed to kind of direct traffic. So, sh- shout out to to Tyus Gibson. Glad to have you here for another year, and hopefully you can keep being that that leader and that mentor for these young guys, and and you know teach teach Mitch and Noel not just how to block shots, but how to direct traffic on the back end. So shout out to Tyus Gibson. Yes, sir. All right. Oh, we got another. We got another. Yeah, super, super chat. chat. Yeah, yeah. I was just about to say that. Yeah. Yeah, peep that. Shout out to uh, Keith Watkinson of four ninety nine super chat says, "Hope you guys go live a lot off season. Great content. Keep up the good work. What you do? What do you think the PG minutes will go this year? Um, mm. it's. I feel like. Listen, I think it's gonna be split. I feel like it has to be split 50-50 between between Kemba and Rose. Rose. I feel like we'll be off the bench. He already has that chemistry with that second unit. I feel like they're gonna try to start Kimba and ingratiate him with the starters. Um, uh, I I I can see Rose playing slightly more minutes just because of the familiar familiarity. Um, in the beginning, but I think ultimately he's gonna settle kind of a 50-50 role, and then if injuries come in, they'll slide in IQ or McBride. How do you guys see the point guard minutes being distributed? Yeah, um, I agree. Like, I can't see Kemba or Rose playing over 30 minutes a game. It's going to be 20-something minutes each. And I think that it's going to probably depend on who's the hotter option, you know, for that game. So if Rose is – so if Rose got it going, probably Rose is going to play maybe a bit more than Kemba. If Kemba got it going, Kemba's going to probably a bit more than Rose. So I think it's going to be pretty much, you know, almost 50-50. Absolutely. Pretty much almost. And then you don't forget about Alec Burks. You still gonna have him on the wing, you know, sharing time with with between. It's gonna be Alec Burks, uh, IQ, and um, and Evan Fournier. Yeah, that's the thing too, because Alec Burks seen a lot of success playing point guard last year mm-hmm. as well, especially mm-hmm. in the fourth quarter. It seemed like he kind of found his his groove at the end of game situations, especially hitting the the three off the pick mm-hmm. um, at the top. So. I'll be interested to see if we even start to use Alec Burks as more as a playmaker as well, or if he's going to be playing strictly small forward this time. But I'm guessing he's going to be strictly small forward just because of the the guards we have this time. Or shooting guard, right? You know, you know, shooting yeah, guard. Yeah, or shooting guard. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, you got between um, RJ and Evan Fournier, you're going to have a rotation with them. And, of course, RJ going to play a million minutes. So you're going to have them too, but then you're going to have, you're going to have uh, Burks with, um, with um, IQ. And then, and then, uh, of course, you're gonna have Grimes sometimes as well. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I'm, I'm really excited about Grimes. I'm super excited yeah. about Grimes. Oh yeah, I'm excited about both of our rookies. Yeah. Man. We, 
But yo, yo, shout out, shout out to you guys, man. We have a bunch of content coming. Um, listen, like I said, I've been I'm working on some stuff behind the scenes too. So get ready for the stuff that I have coming. I don't want to tell you exactly what it is yet, but I have some stuff coming behind the scenes. Hopefully, that should be released to you guys in August, September. Um, also, summer league Sunday. We will be here Sunday. And um, to talk about the summer league game on Sunday. Um, also, we'll be here Monday. I don't know you if you guys know yet, but have a guest for Monday. Okay, okay. have a guest Monday. Uh, okay. My guy Jake is back, man. Okay, my okay. guy Jake, Jake in the paint, man. He's really, really sharp kid. Sharp, yep, sharp, paint. sharp, draft, sharp draft kid. He's going to um break down. The draft guys, man, because we haven't actually had like an official draft review yet here. And I was really, I was talking to Jake behind the scenes for a while, waiting for him to get free so he can come on the show. So he should be here. He will be here on Monday. So definitely check that out as well. And I think we have another game on Wednesday next week, where's another um, summer league game. So check out. We're gonna be busy for the next few weeks. So okay. all right, okay. all right, yeah. all right. So if you like the show, like, subscribe. And thank you for the super chats, man. It definitely helps. Definitely helps. All right. Uh, so let's wrap it up, man. Raw. Let them know where they find. We can find you, sir. Okay. Raw Hebrew Remnant on YouTube. Raw Hebrew Remnant on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And of course on Patreon. Raw Hebrew Remnant repping Nick's Nation. Right. We're collecting for um, people in the Philippines. That's that's uh, people that are homeless and people also that are just uh, struggling to get food. In the Philippines, they don't have unemployment and all that over there. And so when it gets locked down, you know, some of them literally are starving. And like I said, 20, you, for $25, you could basically feed two families for almost a month. Exactly, exactly. So shout out to Rose. Look at this dude, fuck. It's a good cause, man. Oh, 20. Shout out. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, Wait we got it. Boston Nick is the man. Boston Nick is the man. Boston Nick is the man. Yeah, yeah, shout out yeah. to Boston Nick gives you the twenty dollars super chat, man. Yo, Boston Nick stay supporting me though. These people who support you, these people support support. Boston Nick always supports the hell out of me. And when I'm when I be da- out for three days, you be like, Yo, Jay Ellis, where are you, son? <laughs> <laughs> but shout out, he says, shout out to the Maz, the fans, to you, Jay Ellis, to Raw, to Ryan G. But I want to know where the fans are that are excited for Kemba and, and are also upset at the Knicks brass for trading back in the draft at gunshots. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. We, we, we talked about trading back in the draft a few times. I actually have a video on YouTube already. It's a few days back. I've talked about people who have said about trading back in the draft. But I'll do the short version right now because we talked about it already. <laughs> the, short, the short version is this. If you're looking at our team right now and the way Tom Thibodeau plays our guys, Tom Thibodeau likes to play veterans over rookies. So it does not make sense to draft five rookies on his team this season. It was smarter to push one of those drafts back, have one guy be a, a draft and stash guy just so they don't lose value. And I use Obi Toppin as an example. Obi Toppin's value would be higher if Julius Randle wasn't here, if he was able to play more minutes. Right now, he's been playing 10 minutes a game last season. If that man played 15 to 20 minutes a game, Obi Toppin's value would be higher. So it would, it would be, to me, we would be losing money and losing value if we drafted 
a guy at 19. It would have been a bad idea. I think the way we're doing it right now, where we can push that draft pick back to next season and use that in a trade for a later day, I think is a smarter thing for us to do overall. So that's um, my my take on yeah, no, it's, it's We got we got two first rounders for that would have been 19 and 21 for the price of one guy at 25. Right. Because yeah. we got the, it's not about the, the this position as much as that. Did you get the guy you wanted? And they got both the guys they want. Boom. They just got them cheaper. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you got them. You got them cheaper. Plus, by pushing the pick back next season, we save. 2.3 in cat space so now when we go to kemba walker and go hey we want to give you money and he's like six seven million uh i want nine million looks like closer to ten we got the nine million now because we saved 2.6 million dollars moving the pick from this year mm-hmm. to next year mm-hmm. so i yeah. mean is is a plethora a plethora of reasons why that that move made sense and some guys, you know, you need to stop being a little bit short-sighted and think about the shiny yeah. toys running in front of you. Sometimes you got to play chestnut checkers. And, exactly. And, and, and yeah, move exactly. the pieces on the game board around so you can, it makes sense for you. At the yeah, that was a chess move. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, a lot, I think a lot of people, what they do is that they look at they look at moves on the surface. So, like, they look at the moves on the surface and they're like, okay, we have the 19th and 21th and the 21st pick. Why the hell are we moving back and trading those picks and picking somebody at the, at the 25th pick and this and that? And they're not noticing that, okay, by making these moves, the Knicks just created extra cap space where they can go after a player that's going to definitely help the team. You know, exactly. you don't you don't know these things until, you know, people actually break it down and be like, OK, these are the reasons why the front office made these moves. Exactly. Exactly. And on top of that and on top of that, I'll say this as well. Um, it's, listen, man, at this point, the front office. Right. Uh, I think the front office at this point should have earned some respect from the things that they have accomplished last season. Um, This is a a team that was a ragtag team that wasn't even supposed to make the playoffs. And we ended up being the fourth best team in the East. So I think we should kind of, you know, give them a little slack. They've earned a little bit of trust. So I think when moves come out, we shouldn't uh, directly, not to say, not not to say not don't have your own brain and not to be upset, but I think you should give them the benefit of the doubt. Um, at this point in time, just because of the success that we had last season. This is season two, so let them work and cook, all right? Cool. All right, cool. So getting back to the closing, Ryan G, let them know where to find you. Okay, you can find me on Instagram at Sir G is Chillin'. Sir G is Chillin'. That's S-I-R-G is C-H-I-L-L-I-N, and you can find me on Twitter at Ryan G K O T. All right. You can also find us at the KOT show on Twitter. Uh, the Nick show.com is where you can find our blogs and our writers as well. You can also find us on Instagram at the Nick time show and also is Facebook as well. All right. All right. And also, you know what, too, if you go to Nick show.com, he gets your KOT snapbacks and cost some for yourself and other types of merch. So shout out to everybody who's rocking with the KOT show. And shout out to everybody who supported us from day one. That is our show. We are out of here. Peace. 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 New York, New York, big city of dreams. I'm coming, coming, I'm coming straight out. New York, New York, big city of dreams. NYC.